Hey everybody, thank you for joining me in the podcast. Have a good guest for you today. It's Angel. We've been making these a weekly thing, and I have great conversations with Angel every time I talk with him. That's why I uh, thought about doing a podcast together. We haven't really come up with a podcast, I guess, for us, but we're just doing it on my podcast for now. And he's a great guest, a uh, good friend. Uh, we always have good talks, and I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we covered a whole bunch of stuff today, General Salamander and Iran, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, what makes you laugh, phone calls and voicemails and why people think you're available. Um, and I think I think you'll like it. We also did some backcasting and talked about how World War Three started, uh, which is interesting, too. And um, yeah, I really hope you enjoy it. Uh, as for me, I'm having fun doing these and putting out content uh, weekly and, you know, multiple times a week now and trying different things. Uh, so any feedback from anybody that's listening is always greatly appreciated. And if you can, if you're what listening on iTunes, if you can drop a review, that would be awesome too. Um, just, you know, throw a couple stars up there for the kid and, uh, that's it. Yeah. Your feedback is, is really appreciated, but not as appreciated as your support by listening to this. You know, just trying to build something here, talking about things that I know about. And I know I have a, uh, I have something to offer you and I want to give it to you for free right on this microphone. All right. So I paid to give you. All right. See that? I paid for this stuff and I'm doing this work to give this to you because I am the Robin Hood of words. All right. I am the fucking Robin Hood of words. I steal ideas from the rich and I give them to the poor. I am the Robin Hood of thoughts. I don't know where I'm going with that. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm enjoying doing these. I'm enjoying getting these thoughts down. I'm enjoying having these conversations. And I really, um, really want to continue to do these. But I also want to bring them to you in a way that will make you know that this is here. So... In other words, marketing, advertising, and that means me chopping up these videos and uh, distributing them on the Internet like a drug dealer. Um, I wasn't good at that either. So we'll see. I'm getting better, though, guys. Hanging in there. You keep making strides to be better. That's all you can do. And keep working hard at it. And um, and keep trying. I can't exp I can't express that enough. Patience. I, I want to be where I want to I want to be where I'm working towards now but this is the fun part should be the grind right if you really love what you're doing the fun part is the grind is doing these is get you know just busting these out getting better making little adjustments um, you know adding things um, making um, what am I trying to say um, you know, making little, having little successes and, and making some progress. That's what I'm trying to say. Making some progress is rewarding. Um, so I enjoy doing these and I hope you enjoy listening to them. So I'm going to stop ranting. We're going to get this bad boy going. Please, uh, enjoy this podcast. Have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great life. Keep, um, you know, just keep being positive and keep showing up every day and trying to be your best. It's all you can do. All right. Thank you very much. Again, I don't know. I'm, I'm in a loop. I'm just going to end it. 
right here. Podcast. Siempre la llamaré preciosa Isla del Caribe Isla del Caribe Borinque backwards on these pot on the day because you know now what they're doing and if I, I, you'll hear that on the thing it'll just pick it up it's so funny um now you could now they're selling covers for these airpods okay with the string attached and it makes them look like a regular makes them back to headphones again it's an accessory that you pay more on top of everything you paid for these wireless AirPods. To make them wired. To make them wired. And, and people love them. People buy them. I haven't seen anybody with them, so I just, maybe it's just a meme. Maybe it's just people online talking shit. Susceptible to that. <laughs> I fall for it all the time. What, the, the meme stuff? Yeah. Me too. I thought it was World War Three for like a whole week. Bro, I was like, headlines. I went into my bunker. I grabbed my... <laughs> yeah, I went I deep. No, no, it's not you. Oh, yeah, see? That's my daughter telling me mommy's here. Okay! Yeah. So I went deep on it, man. And it's like, the whole thing with the... Now you saw that they accepted responsibility. It's yeah. so weird, bro. Like, one minute you're like, what's not this? It's preposterous. Yeah. Then you're like, all right, we did it by accident. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody believes you. That's like I was saying yesterday. People really think. Like everybody's talking shit and everybody has a joke about they're going to collect $80 million. Right? George Lopez. Right. I'm sorry, but when did we think Iranians stuck to deals? Isn't that why we're in this mess in the beginning, in the whole first place? Because they didn't, they didn't hold they up their end of the bargain. They wanted to enrich the uranium. Yeah. They wanted to be a thorn in our side. So now we're going to believe them that they're going to give us $80 million? Yeah. I mean, that's like Obama kind of fell for it. He he hooked them up on that deal. They had to give them. That was their money. Yes. It's giving them their money back. Everybody's like, why are you giving them all that money? That was their money. That was their money. We were it's holding it. Re- you had to release it. That was from the 79, right? Since 79? Yes. Bro. Did they accrue interest on that, I wonder? No, it was just cash. Just give them like, whatever they were holding. It was just cash. Damn, that's dirty. Yeah. Because you know they were like, you know, kicking it for a while. That's a lot of money, bro. No interest. They had a lot bro. of assets. No interest. Yeah. Just yeah. trying to get the Shah back in power for like what? For like 50 years? He was dead already. There was no choice. There was no chance of anything, a regime change or anything like that. People I wanted. Yeah, I don't know that whole story. I, the only thing I know of that story was the Iron Sheik. I, see, I don't know about that. Oh, you know about the Iron Sheik? The one sure. That, yeah, before the Shah got removed back in 59. Is it 59 or 70? No, 59. 79. Yeah. It was 79. 79. That's when the... That's that, when it was? Yes. All right, so 79, yeah. the Iron Sheik was the number two wrestler in Iran, in Iran. Iran. He's the number two wrestler Le- wait, in Wait, like, like a like Olympic a like style. Oh, yes. Legit. Legit. 
wrestler in the country, and that was huge. They national pride. They when you were a, a sport hero in our, in Iran, they <laughs> I'm gonna say it like that. When you're a sports hero in, in Iran, they you're revered. You're like a fucking rock star, right? So the Iron Sheik was under his hero. That was the number one guy. Okay. And we don't um, know his name. I don't remember his name, but he was the number one guy, and that was like uh, the Iron Sheik's um, hero, his mentor. I'm sorry to digress. Right? Probably not relevant to this. No, no, no. But it's it's it'd be relevant if I did know his name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't remember, so I'm not even gonna you know even pretend. All right. But um, what happened was I don't see. Here's where the story. I don't know what messes up. I I think. I don't know if it was after or before the U.S. overthrew the Shah that they killed that guy, that number one wrestler. Okay. Whoever was in power killed that number one wrestler. I think it was after. Okay. I think it was after the, whoever they the U.S. installed because you know they they overthrew the Shah and they put in a U.S. guy because they wanted to control like what they do. You know, that, and then what happened was is the Iranians didn't fucking like it, and they kicked him out, and then yeah. put some fucking extremists, and that's when the extremists took over, right? the Islamic State, and that's when, you know, then they've been like that ever since. But I think around that time, um, that they killed that number one guy for speaking out, right? When they killed him, fucking Iron Sheik was like, uh-uh, I'm out, because... This, I'm scared. Now I'm scared. If you're going to kill that guy who was the fucking man, like the he was fucking, you know, Michael Jordan or whoever would be like the equivalent in the U.S. of like the biggest athlete, one of the biggest names that represents people, that speaks for the people, that people fucking go nuts for all the time. They killed that guy for talking out, right? So the Iron Sheet was like, nope, go to the U.S., and he got out of there, and that's how he came over here and started doing professional wrestling. Oh, shit. Was getting out of the... the getting out away of, from the yeah, Glorious getting Revolution. Out, getting away from... That's what, the, that's what they called it. You know, that revolution... Yeah, the Glorious Revolution, was, because was, they wanted to get out of that fucking guy. It was like 80% of the population went out into the streets to overthrow the U.S. public. So it was like... It's like one of those things where it was almost bloodless... Like I think like three people died. I'm not. I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah. It was like literally like three people. And they're like, oh, oh, everybody <clears throat> wants this. I think the only other one was the military. Interesting. Uh, in Estonia, I think it, I might be conflating that with another one of those like Baltic like areas. They had the singing revolution mm-hmm. where they all went out and they were singing patriotic songs. That shit looks like it's gonna break. Did I mess it up? No. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Just no. The, the way you were sitting, it I literally... Just, no, no, it just looks... Because my chair feels like that. These little wooden chairs. Oh, okay. I'm very careful. Because you see, like... Oh, I see. So when you were sitting, I'm just, like, worried that you was going to crash oh, and you were going to smash your head against that rail. No, I felt perfectly... Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Then. Balance. That's well, okay. The Baltic Revolution? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Singing Revolution. The in, singing. in Estonia. Okay. So... What year? Oh, I don't remember. But I just know that they overthrew their government by singing songs. And it was like bloodless too, uh, kind of like with those singing, singing some fucking vicious threats. <laughs> well, they brought their into like death metal now. Those people, that's like that's where all the best death metal comes from. See, 
Yeah, that's because that's what they they probably fucking invented death metal. That's probably what they played. It's like the, what the Vikings when they yeah. would go berserk. Could you imagine? Like, I can imagine that. The government that hears fucking death metal coming out like it's fucking sixteen twenty. Yeah, the fucking government hears death metal yeah, outside. Imagine. Like I'm fucking out of here, bro. Yeah, bro. That it's like the like the was it the Incas? What they would do with the death with the death whistle? If you ever chant, bro, listen to that shit. It sounds like like someone's screaming and like ang like. Agony, like torture, like like a demon. That's what it sounds like. And what they would do is, they would lurk at night, like they would go by your camp and start like blowing that whistle, mm. okay, like all night long, and like picking people off with arrows and shit. Bro, it's crazy. I know. It's weird how people how power changes. Like you know, the Incas did that, and then you know. Like uh, a couple hundred years later, literally only a couple hundred years later, you have like some people singing and they and they overthrow. <laughs> Just the singing. Yeah. Come on. Uh, back. Fucking nose started running. Yo, you know what interests me is you ever read um, Fingerprints of the Gods? No. No. Oh man, I have it. I was broke. Yes. Let me tell you something. Okay. I haven't finished it. This freaking book is like this, right? And it's you when you read it, you hear Graham Hancock talking in your head, like after listening to him talk. Oh, okay. Right? Because it's like it's in his perspective. Oh, it's in his dialogue. They have a pot, like a like a oh, audio like version. the audio version. There's never going to be an audio version. Like he's talking, right? but Goggins, bro. Oh, that's the best one. That audio. He does book? both like a the narrative, podcast. and then he pops in and does like a podcast. Like, that's the best because they expand. Yeah, because they expand so much into it, and you get so much more depth into like, especially like the the um, the part where he talks about the freaking kids' head getting crushed in the school bus. Oh yeah, and oh, stuff like bro. that. Yeah, like, that was when yeah. you you can't just breeze past that in a book, like a, like a moment in your life when you witness. Like a little fucking what was he a two year old? Yeah, something like or that. Something like five, that. A toddler, yeah, so toddler, not old enough man. to walk. The baby, no more than five years old, four years old, and that fucking you witness that kid fucking come running to the school bus and then just get his no, head bro, run it's, over. It's how he describes it, like that he he looked he looked down, right, and what him. he saw, just a head squish. Yeah, just like a pancake. <sighs> just because and the mom screaming. <sighs> It's the visuals and the and the you could picture the scene. He's so oh. he's almost graphic with it. Yeah, bro, listening to that scarred me. <laughs> Hearing that story, you felt like you went through it. Scarred me. Yeah, and fucking, I can't imagine witnessing it. But like, imagine witnessing it as a kid. Yeah, so you got all these questions. You're in freaking school. How old was he? He was like thirteen or just something. something like that. Bro, you can't. I mean, you can, but it doesn't do it any service when you read a book and you just pass by that. Like, like I don't, I feel crazy. Like, yeah, not even crazy. I just feel like not even a book can go into the depth that me hearing you right. talk about. Oh, there's your own intonation. Emotion. There's like you, because of it, the way he says it, he's actually going to that place in his mind mm-hmm. and he's sharing it. Yeah. And that's there's that's way more powerful than reading that on a on script or hearing an like a narrator. That's where I think he was really smart in that. Like some people want to do it all, like oh, I'll read it, 
I'll read it and I'll, you know, that would have been terrible if you read it. Because mm-hmm. he's that's not what he does. Imagine him just like reading. Yeah, yeah. That, that it takes training. It takes like, I mean, it, it's not a very hard skill, but it's something mm-hmm. that it's like a cadence, it, it, a pace. Yeah, I mean, you could do it. Probably just take you a fucking long time. A lot of so, takes and stuff. Yeah. So he just was to smart get it without stuttering and stuff. He was smart enough not to venture beyond what he was good at, and he just Turn focused on what he was really yeah. good at, which is telling that story, like, bro. And then adding those chapter. Oh, at the end, like the, oh yeah, and like the little challenges, challenge you, you know, like, fuck, all right, I'm going to try it. I might have to go through that again. Yeah, it's good to go through it every once in a while. It's like, um, there's a, there's something that I, there's a couple of books that I read every once in a while, like The Art of War, like, um, the, like, like the Tao Te Ching, Mm -hmm. where the Tao Te Ching is a good example. It's really simple. And when you read it, you're like, oh, all right, I see what you're saying. And then you go and you live your life. It's really, really simple. You live your life and you go through things and you apply it, whatever, or you observe things with it. And then you go back a year later or whatever and you read it again. And the meaning is different. Yeah. It's you're different. Because you're different. Remember we talked about your cells changing every fucking... Oh, again? yes. That's right. That was great. Your when cells are the, ship, the ship of Theseus? Yes. Ah, oh, that's so great. It's great to, to imagine that stuff. It's a great mental exercise. Uh, philosophy is filled with them, and I don't think people use them enough. Like it's it's good to take your mind to that place. Whereas, what it really is is someone articulating concisely w- the way that you think, in a way that you're realizing now. Oh, that's the way that I think, right? Yeah. And the way that you get to that is by doing these thought experiments, right? And I, I thought that might be good for like a like a sh- like a temporary segment. We might like go into into those things, um, but I gotta read a little bit more on them. I just read a couple of them. You know, you saw what I posted on LinkedIn about listening. Yes. Do not respond. Like you were just talking right now, and I wasn't listening to respond. I just wasn't like I was looking at you and paying attention to you, and then I wasn't listening. <laughs> My ADD, literally, I was thinking of like, <laughs> no, because my daughter yelled, oh. right? When my when I heard my daughter yell, my mind just started thinking about, all right, she's going to flip out now. Like, literally, it was almost like a switch. When she yelled, you stopped talking, and my mind did, started talking. And then you're like, in front of me, but my mind's talking to me in my head. So it's like weird. Like, I would love a visual, like if somebody made... Right? Because you're talking and all of a sudden you go silent and there's just a conversation here. Like, like you know how we always talk about people interrupting you and it's so rude? Yeah. It's almost like my brain was like, all right, Angel, you're done talking. <laughs> I need to talk to you right now. Um, I need a thought. Uh, your daughter's going to flip out and then you're going to scream really loud. Like, that's what I was playing out in my head. Like, all right, my daughter's going to start yelling. She's going to flip out. I'm going to start screaming. I'm going to pause this. I can pause this and then go upstairs and deal with it. Like, literally, my mind trailed off. <laughs> On just what was gonna happen next, okay. and then it came back, boom! And when it came back, you were like, "I heard segment." Oh, like it tailed off. I like. I think you were like right around ship of Theseus. Yeah, it's like a blow. Oh, you didn't miss. You didn't miss much. It was just uh, <laughs> there's thought experiments uh-huh. inside in that are a part of psychology that take your mind sort of to a different place where you discover make self discoveries about the way that you think. And I thought it might be good for like a temporary segment 
just like try a couple of those. Mm. Like uh, like for example, like like a like a neat one would probably be like like back casting. Oh yeah. Right. I t- I touched on it earlier at work. Yeah. All it is is it's like forecasting. You take like a set of events. The wind is blowing this way. The pressure is this way. So I'm gonna do a weather forecast. This is what the weather is gonna be like a week from now. Mm. I mean, that's kind of let's say a day from now. Mm. More accurate. Well, that's how they do a seven day, five day, ten day. So backcasting terribly inaccurate. <laughs> yeah. So backcasting would be like, all right. So like I'd posit something like it's World War Three. Mm-hmm. Today we woke up and it's World War Three, and now use factual <laughs> evidence. And and to plausible plausible arguments to get to how like mm. work backwards like yeah, reverse engineer I, World War Three. So we killed <laughs> we killed General Salamander, right? Uh, we killed General Salamander. Uh, <laughs> Iran, I retaliate with fucking the story changed. It went from ten rockets to fifteen rockets to twelve rockets to twenty two rockets now. So however many rockets Iran fired back. One accidentally hit the fucking plane. The and plane. killed a bunch of Canadians. Right, and killed Ukrainians and Canadians. And then who knew but that the Canadians had fucking missiles? Canadians are strapped. Yeah. So what they did, right, because here's what happened. This is where things get real fucking tricky. Okay. Right, because Trudeau and Trump. They, they don't get along. Like, he doesn't like it, right? They, yeah. So Trudeau turns the fucking table and he does what nobody would expect. Oh, no. And he... Blames, Iran. He blames Iran mm-hmm. for it, okay. but he also blames Trump for starting everything in the first place. Oh, okay. Okay? All right, so and, this is, okay, there's a move in global. Right? So yeah. there's, uh, things are really tense. Right, Canada, yeah. Canada, right, to not look weak in the eyes of the world launches an attack on Iran, right? On Iran. Okay. Right? They launch an attack on Iran. They sink one of their ships. Sunk your boat, ocean, eh? Right? They just sunk them. <laughs> Sorry. Sunk their fucking boat. <laughs> right? And Iran responds, we're even. All right? We did that by accident. And, you know, you took your revenge, we're even. But you still owe the U.S. If you're going to flex on us like this, you still owe the U.S. Or else you're racist. Okay. All right? Else you're fucking racist. Oh, and you know how they're susceptible to that, like in the whole world, right? Yeah. So Canada's like, you know what? Super progressive. You're fucking right. You don't want to be seen as racist. You're fucking right. Yeah. We can't be racist out here. So they try to sink a U.S. boat. The U.S. is like, bitch, get out of here. They smack that. They block. They block all those missiles. Like a like my tumble. No, no, no. And they fucking retaliate. Fucking. Fuck some other shit up. And those, wherever those missiles came from, that site's no longer there no more. The fucking U.S. boom. So now things are tense. U.S. and Canada relations. This right is crazy. The fucking border. This is already Canada crazy. fucking... I got popcorn. Canada right away lines up at the, bo- at the border. They start sending fucking troops. They start sending reinforcements. The oh, U.S. Shit. lines... How do you defend that border? It's so big. At the border. They're yep. sneaking through. Everything starts changing between the dynamics. So right away... Things shift on the border. All of a sudden now, bases are popping up on both sides. Uh, Surface-to-air missiles are being deployed. Like, there's a whole change. Fuck the wall. We got a a net of missile anti-things. So everything's tensing up. Now, what other parties are involved in this? The Ukraine. The Ukraine. The Ukraine is not happy about their freaking passengers and their stuff being bombed either. Now... Oh, the this, Ukraine. Oh, here's the meat. Yes. Let's the go. Ukraine 
is the Ukrainian government is a U.S. puppet government that's in there. Okay. All right. This, this is the, gravy. This is the billions that they, that we spent to overthrow them a few years ago, and then blamed Russia for annexing Crimea. Okay, mashed potatoes. Yes, mashed potatoes. All this good <laughs> shit. So Russia's still mad that the the Ukra- the Russian friendly government that was there before got overthrown in that U.S. sponsored. Uh, revolution that just happened where they kicked out the democratically elected president that was Russia Yikes. friendly Yikes. to <laughs> to install okay. some very yeah. unpatriotic of you but go ahead <laughs> to, install, <laughs> to install that other guy now that's US friendly and um, now the US influences that guy to put pressure on Iran mm. right because of that so Ukraine now mobilizes and then they get involved and doing stuff to Iran too. Right, but I, yeah, how's Ukraine going getting in there mobilizing? You Ukraine, got no, you no, no. Russia's the Russia's a U, Iran ally. Oh, bro, see, right? so this is, is where like, things get real tricky <sighs> because Ukraine is supposed to be a Russian ally, but not anymore because the U.S. fucked that whole relationship up for natural gas and uh, 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 lithium <laughs> lithium vein to. A two point three trillion dollar lithium vein that they found in, in the Ukraine, um, and what else happened? Sexy. Yeah, because we need those fucking electric car <laughs> batteries, you know. And then um, the <laughs> Tesla, need, Tesla needs their fucking shit. All right, we gotta get that. And then now we got Tesla and brought yeah. in World War Three. So now the Ukraine, they don't have those like mobile strike capabilities. All right, so what they do is they just send troops. Right, they send troops to U.S. bases, and they start sending their tanks and stuff to the U.S. bases because they're ready to throw down too. All right. Now, when they do that, Russia's like, "Hey, nobody's teaming up on Iran. You guys are, you know, that's already Canada and the U.S. and all these people, and they come to help." Yeah. Right. So Russia it's like World War One all over again. Yeah. It's all about the alliances. Robo- Russia mobilizes. On the Ukrainian no. border. All right, but that happens. To well, we got our missiles there, don't we? Yes. Okay. To, and they mobilize to put pressure on Ukraine. Like, hey, listen, anything you do over there, we're going to do to you over here. Yeah. Right? So So what's it look like if we don't use these missiles? So things get tense. Yeah. Right? Now, something happens again. Yeah. I'm all, like, I'm all, like, right. ready for the World War Three already. Because like, Iran, <laughs> Iran is still pissed. Yeah. You killed General Salamander. Yeah. All right. And they, they you sunk our boat. So what are they doing? All right. So what nobody knows, all right, what everybody got wrong and what everybody's been worrying about happening happens. Iran announces that they have nuclear weapons and they're ready to use them if you don't back the fuck up. Changes the whole game. Right. When the U.S. learns that they have nuclear weapons. The U.S. launches everything at them. Oh my God, dude! There is game no more man. Iran. <laughs> this is the end game, right? <laughs> yes. The U.S. used um, these weapons that are called. Um, Bro, I'm so mad at the Canadians right now. They're called. Um, they're called the rods of God. They're called the rods of God. Yes, the That's U.S. has the these weapons. Name. They're called. Um, I think there's another. Part I don't think it's just rods. It, there's like another part to the rods. I can't think of it, but it's like the rods of God or something like that. It's called. These are. They give you the same 
impact the nuclear weapon does without the fallout. All right, it's the new shit we got. All right, or they're called. I think I'm pretty sure they're called like the rods of God. Wow. The rods so of ethically. Hitler. I gotta look it up. <laughs> Damn, is that a real thing? Yes. Oh my god! I yes. thought you were. I was looking at this. I yesterday. thought you were going like the rods of God. This is a real fucking thing, dude. It's like they made nuclear war ethical because it's only gonna affect these people. We're not trying to take everybody out and pollute the world with radiation. We could just rods from God. Yep, this is rods from God. These Air Force rods from God could hit with the force of a nuclear weapon. The 107 country outer space treaty signed in 1967 prohibits nuclear, biological, or chemical weapons from being placed or used in Earth's orbit. Yeah, Russia's got them. We have satellites. They're not nuclear weapons. They're called rods from God. They're fucking in space. And they will drop on look you. Look at this shit, yeah, bro. They will fucking drop on you. Look you have to thing, look bro. this up. Look at that, bro. You need a visual of this thing. Oh, look at that thing. Bro, the rods Look at that. Out. Look how menacing that looks. Bro, what country is that? Is that Iran? Huh? I think that's the Tigris. Look, that's the Euphrates really? and that's the oh Tigris. Look at that. You picked the <laughs> How eerie is that? So, so... For those listening, just look it up. The Rods of God, Pentagon, Space Weapons. Okay, this is why we have Space Force, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's so we can mobilize playing. this shit. This thing looks like a, it's like a big circle. It looks like if you were going to have like a, a Tommy gun. You have that cylinder base yeah. and there's just all needles in there. But those needles are actually fucking missiles. Intercontinental missiles that are pointing downwards and they fall from space. Base and they land, okay, because they are also not only gravity propelled, but they're rocket propelled coming down on what you. The fuck? When they're deployed, they land on you within 15 minutes. You've got 15 minutes to respond fire to this. So if you don't have like very top notch you know, missile defense system, there's nothing, there's nothing, nothing you can do, do because there's nothing you can do. It's rocket propelled and it's coming on a, on a straight down angle. To hit this thing, you have to be so precise shooting up at it. You can't, like, it's coming so fast, you're yeah, not going to hit not it an angle going sideways. Yeah, you're not hitting a side, like a side. Well, that's how the that's how those the ones that we have, the little missiles that take out the missiles. The rods from Patriots. God. Damn, this is crazy, The man. rods from God. That's what and we mean. could, with these weapons, we could get the Russians, right, with this? Bro, this is it. The, we get, for sure, Iran. Bro, bro Iran's no longer there. You know what I mean? Gone, what, what about Iraq? Iraq's, Iraq. Iraq. Iraq is uh is felt. Oh, did you ever watch the HBO one? House of Saddam. House of yeah, when House of Saddam on HBO is a mini series. I think it's like whatever, like five episodes. How, many, when, how long ago did that come out? Ooh, and the it was Saddam had just died. I think I did see that. Talked about the sons. Yeah, it talked about his rise and power. Bro, maybe did you ever see what he did? He like when he took over, he basically went and he got in front of his Congress and he told all these people, officers, arrest this guy, this guy, this guy for treason. They took him outside, right? And then as they're grabbing these guys and taking them outside, you have people that are just standing up and saying, Oh, so dumb. And like 
he completely psychologically fucked them because they none of them were armed. They're all just like a bunch of suits. And he's taking people outside to get shot. Mm-hmm. And he says, you guys are cool. But in order for me to make sure that you're on my side, here's a gun. You're going to shoot that guy. That's what he did to them in order to ensure loyalty. But the reason I got into that is because of the way he said Iraq. He said, mm-hmm. it's more in the throat. It's like, Iraq. 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 Yeah, like, yeah, like, like you got something back to like cuck, like cuck. <laughs> that's a funny way to say that. Cuck, <laughs> falling from the fucking sky, rods from God, but they drop that shit on you. It is good night, Irene. Yeah. <laughs> good night, Irene, bro. A kinetic strike, nicknamed Rods from God, is a space-based weapon system in use by the United States of America. It Why haven't serves... we done this yet? We don't have the... Bro, because we... Because they haven't developed the nukes yet. Because, no, they... it's not a nuke, bro. Oh, well, they, they haven't, haven't done it to them? They because haven't developed not... nukes. Because if we just did that to them for no fucking reason, if that People was People are bugging because we, we killed General Salamander. No, but look at what we did, bro. I think scarier... All right, what I think is scarier than that, Rods of God, because they're, the U.S. is restricted. The same way you asked why haven't they used that is because they're restricted by something called human rights. Right? And in the world... <laughs> psychopath. In, do the, <laughs> in the eyes of the world... Thank God, don't give me that power. You have, yeah, <laughs> your response to aggression in the eyes of the world has to be proportionate. Like, you can't respond to... Like an accidental missile but, plane shooting with the fucking rods of God. But like that would be a. Isn't the man in office saying exactly that? Hey, if you try to respond in kind, we're going to go yeah. overboard. If if he's saying if you respond by killing, any if this and if your response involved, that's why they didn't fucking kill anybody. Because if they had killed somebody, bro, Trump would have fucking dropped the house on them. Easy because just that's because that's his philosophy, right? So he went and he launched those missiles. One of them hit the plane. Where did the rest of those missiles go? We swatted them now. No, they missed a couple and they all hit machinery and like a housing that was empty. They hit a part of the base that was empty where there was like you know, I think they hit like a couple hell. They hit they hit the spots where the where the strike that killed General Salamander was organized. Oh, from Whoa. and their their threat to the U.S. and to everybody in the Middle East. They told everybody in the Middle East if they ever bomb us again, and you help them, if they do it from your a base in your fucking territory, one of their bases. If that shit comes from you, you're wearing it. That's what they fucking told the whole Middle East. That's why everybody. Powerful. That's why everybody in the Middle East except Iraq, because the U.S. is in Iraq, which is why the U.S. just told Iraq we're not leaving, was because nobody else is gonna let them, because they don't want that shit from Iran. Iran is not the fucking one in the Middle East. Right. They're way more. The and only one that's a rival else. is Iraq. Yeah. The only. The, everybody else there, and if, if everybody else there, if the U.S. wasn't there, that Middle East would be completely different. Saudi Arabia wouldn't be flexing like they flex. Iran would be flexing on them. Iran would be the ones running everything because Iran is strapped to the fucking gills. They're organized, their country, they have an actual military. You know what I mean? Like They're formidable. Yes, they're not a fucking little jihadi force. Yeah. 
But what I was saying that's more scary than the rods from God yeah. is the fact that the U.S. and our government can kill two people with a precision missile strike. Like that fucking precise. Yeah. Where they got it to like that missile strike only killed that fucking car. Ethics. It's almost like bombing. It's like, like it's almost like if you do like the IRA bomb like sets up car bombs and then you get in the car and you like it only blows you up. Like that's a fucking that's the US is doing that shit from the sky. It's all because it's all that like the soft soft skills. Like if you if you have collateral damage, that collateral damage, if there's family, you just created new jihadis. So it's all about trying to get as precise as possible. And also, it looks good in the eyes of the world, like how you were saying before, uh, the proportionate response. Mm. He killed... How many people did that guy kill? That guy was a fucking monster. No more than any U.S. president has. Well, I mean, it's like his... <laughs> my point is, it's not like his hands were clean. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. not like he was a good guy and, you know... No. He was revered because he thumbed his nose. I just don't... See... And I know I'm going to sound super corny for this, but I truly believe in the principles of non-aggression. So even like bad people like that, unless it's in direct self-defense, I just don't believe in killing people for things that they've done. You know what I'm saying? Like if they're a monster, then just put them in a fucking cell and lock away the fucking key. Mm. You know? I just don't believe anybody has the moral superiority to kill someone else. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you look at the human mind and you look at evolution and how we developed and, you know, the broad scope, the broad scope of what forms a person from when they're a baby. Because everybody starts out as a fucking baby. Yeah. And the fucking baby is an evil. You were. Right? Yeah. Everybody's held a baby. Babies yeah. are the most fucking the awesome thing in the world. Thing in the world. Yeah, right? even if you're mean, you yes. hold a baby, that meanness will melt Babies away. Babies are fucking so innocent, right? And everybody starts like that. So there's a whole bunch of shit that fucks you up on your way to wherever. And there's also you just not being born right, right? There's also that. You fucking think there's pretty much something to say, like serial killers and shit. Like some people just aren't born right. So when you take all that into consideration, I just don't feel like you can give people the authority to kill other people. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like all just all acts of aggression are. I just don't. I don't believe in all acts of aggression. So I don't cheer when people die. I don't cheer like, oh, General Solomon, like, yeah, you should have killed him. Like, Relax, you don't know the whole fucking story. Last year, you know, a few years ago, we were fucking cheering him on CNN. So let's not fucking forget okay. how hypocritical we can be. That's valid. Right? Hey, we're fucking, there's, if you Google General fucking Salamander on CNN, you'll see clips from when they were fighting ISIS. That they, they were doing reports on the fucking guy that was leading the fight against ISIS and uh, his experience and his fucking... When they were talking about that, they weren't talking about this guy's also a fucking killer. Yeah. They left that part out of the story, right? Because he was still him. He now was, that the tide has changed, now the story's different. Yes, now... We're going to highlight this part of it. Yes, exactly. Because 
the media is the number one war supporter. Like, they are the war hawks. What's their interest The ratings, bro. They are irrelevant without it. They are irrelevant without war and politics and the whole thing. The media is irrelevant. It's bad stuff. All that stuff. They're the only ones that get access. Right? If you let YouTubers, if you let YouTubers fucking apply and go to the White House and fucking ask the president shit. Imagine what they would be asking. Yeah, it'd be interesting. (laughs) I can imagine how many people would just be like. But those people wouldn't be let in. Is Epstein. Yeah. (laughs) Is is Epstein alive? Yeah. Is he really alive? Is that like a fake body? And you would filter through it, but I'm just saying, like, the media now, the only way. That they get you to pay attention to them. It's when bad shit is happening. So that's why they always... That's why when you watch the news, you're never watching the news. You watch an hour worth of news. Watch one hour worth of news. See how long you talk about something positive. I can't. See how long, bro. That shit infects your mind, bro. When you surround yourself with nothing but that. I'm not saying don't pay attention. If you're into that shit... I glance every once in a while. It's interesting. It's like pulling up a rock. Yes, it's good to be informed. It's good to understand, right? So you know those things, good. And then there's deep dive. Oh, bro, there's like my mom watches the news. Like she, well, she probably still does. But you know, local news. You watch local news. You watch the twenty-four hour news. If you just watch that all day long, all they talk about is negativity, killing, death, crime. Fucking racism, fucking the the all of the ails of the world. It literally makes you think that the world is a bad place. Oh, it's true. That's why these people like sometimes you talk to people like these young kids and stuff, and they're complaining and they're saying all this and people's like this and people's like that. And I'm like, but uh, it's a little bit. It's a little <laughs> bit of that happening. Yes, we should be vigilant. We should confront it. But let's not also pretend like it's not the fucking best time in the world for yeah. everyone, oh my God, bro. That's so weird, isn't it? For everyone. We're for living the in the homeless. one. Per- everyone that's alive now is living in the one percent of yes. all the humans, especially in this fucking country, for sure. And I was telling my friend, like I was trying to tell my friend that, like the the when people talk about like the wage gap, or not the wage gap, the wealth, wealth inequality, inequality and stuff. And I'm like, listen, the gap between us. And billionaires is small compared to billionaires and the people that own the banks and the people that control the currency of countries. That gap is fucking makes the other gap look small. That's so weird. That's the fucking the the wage gap between the people that run the financial systems and that actually control currency and control the way the fucking world swings and that make that are influential in the decisions that the president makes, who's supposedly the world's strongest or most powerful man. Yeah. Right? He's influenced by these people, the Federal Reserve, the fucking You don't IMF. think he's the most powerful man anymore? No. I think he's the most powerful figurehead. Because the banks are... Yes, because he has to answer to the the banks. Our whole financial system is predicated on loans to a private banking institution. The Federal Federal Reserve Reserve. is not a fucking... It's not a a financial institution of the United States. It's not for the people. It is not ours. That belongs to other people. Did you watch Zeke Geist? 
know. He goes into it. Ah, oh, it's so good. Yeah, man. It's a little dated. People don't know about this. People complain about the minimum wage, inflation, why things. Bro, we, our entire financial fucking world is based on loans yeah. to a private bank. That's so weird. It's not only that, but it's also like back in the day, like before the savings and loan scandal of the 80s, mm-hmm. they used to offer these like really amazing rates on savings. Yes. Like you get crazy shit, 15%. Because it was more based in reality. And now people it's saved. All, it's credit. What's your credit rating? It's not even real money. It's how much money can you borrow? Yeah. Like, I know I know you don't have enough money to buy a car. I know you don't have enough money to buy a house. But if you look responsible enough, I'll front you the money. And then you just owe me. Mm. And, and they push that on us so much. Every ad, like if I'm flipping through TikTok, right? You know, TikTok's a big thing. I'm always talking that's about amazing. it, right? So I'm flipping through they TikTok. They took that boomerang thing and fucking ran with it. Well, some ads that they have in there are those payday ads. Wait, the what? The payday ads. Oh, those payday oh loan man, ads. that's so fucking They tell you like, oh, predatory. hey, uh, they're like, oh, we want to go to the movies tonight. Like, hey, I thought you didn't have any money. Oh, that's okay. I I'm, I just got an extra $100 on advance. I'm like, dang, I don't have to pay until payday. Like, bro, if you don't have money for something, don't spend, don't spend it. it, bro. That's, that's so, what, oh, oh, my God, that's and so it's bad. frivolous things. It's like, such high interest. Oh, they fronted me 100 so that I could go to the movies. That's how low they're aiming. To get people trapped up in that. How sad is it that you need $100 to go to the movies? <laughs> and it, crazy. if they're marketing it, I mean, it's, you know. Because who's using TikTok? It's kids. pretty. Yeah. So you're getting the kids. And you're making 18, them think. 20, like you're 18, already 20 getting something. Them, already getting them used to borrowing money, bro. I'm. That's one thing I'm trying to do, like, this year is if I don't have it. I'm not using my credit cards. Like, and like, especially food. Um, that's my biggest bane is food and my credit cards and gas. And um, so, like, now I'm just, I don't want to use my credit cards at all. Yeah. Because I, they're all maxed. Bro. Oh, I hate that feeling. They're all maxed. I've been there too, man. I've been there. And it's, but now I'm like, I'm, playing, I'm more, way more responsible with it, but mm. I could see how easily, if I wasn't careful, you know, it could spin out of control. I've only got right now, like, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I've only got like $2,000 worth of debt, like credit card debt. And then there's the, the car note. Yeah. But I'll be done with the car note in like a year. I'm so happy, bro. Probably like around 30. But see, like, I didn't play, I didn't play the game for so long. And like now that I'm playing it, I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, I see what it is, and it's so grimy. Like, I don't even want to play it. Like, what you're doing right now, like, you don't want to play the game. Like, if you can't afford it, just don't, just don't play it. I need to get, I need to get up. I need to get up, like, on the positive. I'm so in the negative. It takes sacrifice. You know why? I also have that, um, things will always work out attitude, and that's not good. It's good and it's not good. Uh, yeah, I mean, because it's good because it keeps me positive. But you ever see that picture of a fucking dog that's like, everything's all right. And meanwhile, everything's on fire. Yeah, yeah that's me. <laughs> that's what that gets you. <laughs> everything's on fire. And I'm like, it'll be okay. But see, know? this is the thing sometimes. Like, like a little twist on that. The ship might have been on fire anyway. Mm. And it's the dog that's like, everything's okay. At least he's got like a positive attitude about it. Like, he's no, in the middle I'm, of fire. Look I'm setting the fires. That's the, that's the worst part is I'm setting the fires. Well, 
There you go. At least you... Oh, see? Did I predict the future? Yeah. You want to wrap this up? Mm-mm. They'll get over it. <laughs> they're, they're, one of them is an adult. That's what I do at home. I just, what I do is I take, when the two younger ones start fighting, I just take a knife and I throw it in between them. And I'm like, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, You're a tough guy? You're a tough guy? Go ahead, finish yeah. it. She maybe probably upgrade that to a sword. She yeah, probably a, get it. Just a samurai. Fine. If it was a samurai, no, because the knife is like, oh, I don't I want to stab him. But if it's a sword, I'll cut his fucking head off. Like, oh. get that. So Let me tell you head. something. Um, recently, remember I told you I went back and I, um, you know, I like watching those review videos. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the reactions, reaction videos, right? And you live right? it. It's yes. like the vicarious thing. Yes. Go on. So I went back and I watched. Um, I I found the reaction video. I, I kept going back to look at different um, YouTubers who were doing reaction videos on Game of Thrones. Okay. And I've been watching those since the season six. <laughs> right? Season six. Like, no, season seven. I've been watching reaction videos. Like in between seasons? Just through, yeah, in between seasons. In between season seven and eight is when I got into it. Okay. And I started watching so many reaction videos on Arya killing... Uh, Walder Frey. Oh yeah. Right. So I kept. That's where I started, and I found this bar in Chicago, and they have like um, people there weekly, and they um, they have rules. They, they have quiet. rules. Um, you have to be quiet, and they watch it. They watch the whole episode, and the guy records it, and then he posts like three parts because on YouTube you can only show ten minutes of those Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, now this is just with Game of Thrones. HBO made a deal with the YouTubers that you can show 10 minutes of footage per video. So the videos would usually be like... Very generous of them. Yes. 10 minutes is a lot, bro. Yes, man. Especially because what they do is they, um, the videos would be like a half hour and what they would do is they do 10 minutes of footage and then they would do, um, they do cutaways where they'd be showing the footage of where they are and then, um, for unimportant parts, they would cut away and they would just show the audience doing like a whole scene and you're hearing the audio, but you're not seeing the video. Mm. And then when the important part comes, the fucking video would pop back up so that they can get the 10 minutes of fair play. Okay. They would keep a timer on the Ooh, so screen. smart. So they could have the video half hour. Yeah, so they're proving how long. Yes, exactly. And they would do two of those to cover the whole hour. Or if it was like a really good episode, it would be three parts, right? Because they had a lot of scenes that they wanted to show reactions for. They had a lot, a lot of good reactions. So anyway, that was a fucking amazing one. So I try, I kept trying to recreate that and seeing what other YouTubers had a similar channel. There was not, there was no other bars that were doing it. That was the only bar I found. Everybody else, they were like friends, or they were just them and them two. And then, um, no, what were you going to say? I was going to say, or it's like a friend that they like were recording, like, you've never watched this before? Well, that's you've what watched I'm, this. That's and what I'm recording to you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm getting. Everyone that I saw was just everybody never watched it before. Okay. Right? And they all got together and they sat there and they watched it. Then I found one where the one guy watched it and he was bringing the other guy that was part of their crew. Because they watched everything. They watched Marvel movies. They watched um, anime. They did all, um, you know, um, uh, what the fuck are these videos called? Um, uh, reaction videos. Okay. On all kind of different geek stuff. Like all the comic book stuff. All the uh, Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're a really cool channel. Yeah, deep. Yeah. Um, I forgot the name of their channel. Damn it. Anyway, I found them and... Um, 
they one of the guys didn't watch Game of Thrones. I'd never seen it before. But it's like a big Lord of the Rings guy. So the guy's like, you're going to like right, this. Right bro, in his wheelhouse. Bro, yes. And he brought him through the first episode, mm-hmm. the first season. And I watched it with them. All right. And I followed it all the way through. You followed the way through? The yes. Season. Okay. For the reactions. Now, <laughs> I don't remember what the point of me telling this story was. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what we were talking about that made me bring this story up. And it took me so long to set it up that I forgot what the point I was trying to make. Yeah, and I just remember in the beginning you said, remember, like, that you were talking to me about reaction videos. Yeah. But you just haven't gotten there yet. We I, don't, I don't have enough context. Something. Like, you had this setup. Yeah, I have but this I don't know where you are going. This point I was trying to make. Fuck, man. Well, like, now you have to do, like, jog the memory. So yeah. Well, because... You got to think about other stuff. You have to let it go a little bit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is the whole point I was trying to make. We were talking about swords. I love my tricks. Because we were talking about swords. Okay, yes. Right. So now they have a, they started developing a following, right? And then like you would see like towards the end of season one or towards like something like that, like somebody sent them the gift and it would be like a little bobblehead, Game okay. of Thrones bobblehead, and they put it on the table. Okay. And then like in season two, gift. yes. Okay. Season two, they had a couple more. And they got all these other things, and they kept getting things. And then, someone sent them a sword. They sent them a steel replica of Longclaw. Long, I, Longclaw is who's sword? Snow. Jon Snow's sword. sword. Former, uh, that's it, the, the sword was, of uh, House um, Mormont. Mormont. There you go. Right? Jorah. Old man Jorah. Yes. So they fucking, they they got that sword and they're like, oh, this is so cool. So that was why I made this whole fucking story was because we started talking about swords. And I was like, I want to get, they have all the replicas of all the swords. Ice, they have a replica of ice. They got a replica of Widow's uh, Whale. They have a replica of Old Keeper. These guys had them all? Then they had them all. Like that, that, that was the gradual thing to it oh, and they were just putting it like on the and wall they were putting it on the wall so that by season seven yeah. season six oh, when they were talking like? they had all like a treasure trove yes. they had all the stuff and they had all the swords on the wall like a dragon's treasure okay <laughs> one of the cool things they did was um you know uh the hand yeah the pin. pin he has that pin they got the pin so the one dude wore it that that watched it he goes he goes i'll give it to you because it was a gift to him he's like i'm gonna give you this pin this is your pin he goes, but I'm going to give it to you once you become an official, once you've been initiated. Okay. And then he was like, how do I get initiated? He's like, there's an episode that you have to watch right. that you'll be, that you, that'll get you initiated. He goes, everybody knows what episode it is, but this is the episode that initiates you into Game of Thrones. It was the Red Wedding. Red Wedding, yeah. As soon as he saw the Red Wedding, afterwards when he was sitting like this in complete shock, <laughs> he took the pen off. And he put it down and he slid it over to him. And the guy looked at it. He was like, I'm initiated. On and yep, out. I'm in. Damn, that sucks. Bro, for like, he wasn't right. Then <laughs> He wasn't right? He wasn't right. Because afterwards, they you know, they usually talk about the episode afterwards, after they finish. And uh, he had, he intentionally invited someone else. 
to come watch. He said, because I knew after the episode he wasn't going to be able to talk. And he didn't talk he for like 20 minutes stunned. after the episode. He was just sitting there so upset. Just thinking, like, <laughs> damn, all my favorite characters just died. The whole war is just going to turn on its head. What could possibly happen? How can the Starks win now? It's over. The Starks are done. They're fucking scattered. After it looked like the king of the north. You're getting all souped oh up. Oh my god. And then just to have it end like that through tragedy. Walter Frey. Dude. This is such a great job. Like the way he would eat. Like his like the, the sounds that he would make when he was eating. was like It just added to his character. Like he did such a good job making him seem like this vile disgusting piece right. of shit yeah and like coward at the top because they kept saying that story late walter frey the late walter frey the oh late yeah walter frey because he freaking he arrived the battle late like, he arrived to the to the revolution once it was re- once it was resolved mm-hmm. i'm just writing down things we're talking about oh uh, so later on you could tag it makes me easier clips. to remember yeah so i can write that freaking description oh yeah Reaction videos are off the hook, man. I love those reaction videos. Is it now you got me like, damn, I want to go on that thread now, man. You got to watch it. It's called, Send me a um, link. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, send me a link because... Oh, I think those guys deserve... I need more stuff. <laughs> those guys deserve a plug. Have you watched Watchmen? Nah, man. I have not got... No, but you watched something that I didn't. Messiah, right? Yes. Now the Messiah. The Messiah is... A hell of a freaking show. Blind yeah. Wave. Blind Wave. That's the name uh, of the show. Right. See, look. See, they're watching Watchmen. See that guy right there? He's the one that's seen it. Okay. Seen Game of Thrones. And he took the other guy, that guy right there in the pit in the <laughs> red. He's the one that didn't see it. He's the rookie. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a great concept. Concept, man. Bringing somebody that has never watched it before. Through it? After you've watched it. After you've watched it. That's one of my favorite things to do in the world. That's why I like reaction videos so much, because I love watching something that somebody hasn't else watched, and watching them watch it. Yeah. And seeing their reaction, and enjoying, and taking, like, that's why I love doing comedy. That's part of that, too. Because I love that initial reaction. Do you ever want to talk to people about it and say, why did that make you laugh? Mm-mm. You don't, you don't care about the mystery there. Mm-mm. But you would. No, but let's say they recorded. They were. I know why it made them laugh because I, I know it made me laugh. Yeah. Because well, I, I only say stuff that makes me laugh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like the same way. No, I, I don't. See, same... for me, it's I, my brain works different. Yeah, I don't care about that because it makes me laugh. That's why I know it makes them laugh because it makes them laugh. Because what makes you laugh is that there's no what description. Of, when I go, when I take my mind out there, you can't describe. Why something makes you laugh? This uh, this is like a little bit funny. Surprise! Funny is in internal. It's an emotion. Yeah, but there is the element of surprise. Like if you don't have the surprise, mm-hmm. it, it can't be funny. And I'll, I'll illustrate it. You ever like tell someone a joke and they don't have enough context? Mm-hmm. So they're like, and then you go, okay, look, but why is it funny though? And then you explain it to them why it's funny, and then they go, ah, oh, ha, huh, that's funny, mm-hmm. but they don't have they don't laugh. Mm-hmm. And, and it's because they weren't surprised. Mm-hmm. So that's like, isn't that part of it? Like I think it's because they didn't understand it. Because there's a lot of jokes that are not out of surprise. That are, you like, you know, 
Like there is surprise, surprise is a good ploy to to sneak humor in because it does surprise you. It's a fast way. To, it's like the most common way, but it's not exclusive. There's a lot of things where you know what someone's going to say and you're just waiting for them to say it. <laughs> You're you know right. Saying? I've never observed that. And that's that, that, great observation. The anticipation of them saying it makes it just as funny. Like, say it already. Yeah. There's a mostly <laughs> surprise. A lot of surprise. Yeah, there's a lot of surprise. Surprise is predominant, like, in that. It's just not exclusive. Then that's... That, as a matter of you're fact... You're something there. As a matter of fact, it's more impressive if you can make people laugh without surprising them. I think. Have you seen it done? Hard. A lot of the guys like um, like a Jim Gaffigan, where they do more more material that's not um, dirty. Like they do, they do, they touch on like dirty topics by making it clean, <laughs> and you do that without surprising people. Who is this? Jim Gaffigan. Okay. Yeah, he's like a really big comic right now. Probably one of like the top. And he's clean. Touring. Yeah. He talks about sex and stuff like that, but he's clean with it because he's not trying to surprise. Like he's not trying to shock you and say something that's gonna shock you. He's literally just fucking just the way he lays it out, his mannerisms, the way he says it. He like that's why I'm saying like sometimes funny is an emotion and it's something you can't describe. You can't describe sometimes why your jokes don't work. I fucking did it the same way. <laughs> I did it the fucking same way, and this audience didn't fucking laugh. But this audience laughed. There's other what if things you, that you can't put your finger on. Have you ever? Yeah, last like, night. Last night. Last night. No, not last night. A friend of mine. Um, a friend of mine bombed last night. It oh, was a fucking. Oh. It was an. It was a pretty epic bomb. Look what he texted me this morning. Man, look at the, look at the thing. Read that text. The green? No, no, no. This one right here. Man. I still don't get what happened last night. That really fucked me up. Oh, poor guy. 7 a.m. He texted me. Though, he stayed up all night, probably. He, probably he, woke, he about thought about it last night, night, fell asleep, and woke up. Because he made a what? joke. And it's almost like there's a dynamic when you say something and you lose a connection with a person. Part of people laughing at what you're saying is them becoming connected to you. Right, because laughing is a vulnerable feeling. Laughing is a vulnerable response to what someone says. You have to be vulnerable to laugh because that lets that in. Right? So if you don't connect with someone, you're not gonna let them in. How do you connect? That's the fucking magic, bro. That is the magic in it. And sometimes you just don't connect. No. Sometimes you just no. don't connect. Like, but like, it's just a few people, right? Not like everybody. At the whole, you can just fucking not. Oh. The room, the room in front of you becomes one. Sometimes the whole crowd becomes one person, and you either make them laugh together or you fucking lose them together. It's weird, bro. It, it, like, and then like, if you try to focus on one person, like you just can't turn, and then something. <laughs> Something happens. Sometimes you're able to turn it. You know, sometimes you do something like last night. This kid, this guy was um doing some bit. Uh, a comic friend of ours, his grandma died, and um, his he had a wake yesterday down the block from where we were doing the open mic. Okay. Right. And um, I forgot about this, or else I would have went. 
Um, but I had forgot that the wake was at the same time or else I would have went. Um, I had the time to. But um, uh, he showed up and he started talking. He started trying to do a bit because the comic also had a kid. So he said he was doing a bit where he's saying the comic faking having a kid. And he's faking it so much he's even now he's faking his grandma's death just to throw away from the fact that he also faked having a kid. Like his guy's a real trickster. You know, like <laughs> he's doing this whole thing. He, like the whole crowd, like we were laughing, all the comics yeah. were laughing, but the people that were there were like, oh, this is kind of touchy. You know, they, were, they weren't off. And they were in a little bit. They laughed a little bit, but they were still walking on eggshells because he didn't know where he was going with this. He didn't know. Like, okay. they didn't know where he was oh, going with okay, it. okay, okay. Right? So he then still, okay. he kind of lost them. Then somebody came in and he, like, asked them. He goes, you know, he broke the ice and made them everybody laugh. He's like, oh, I got you back again. Like, he acknowledged the fact that he got them back again. There's, you know, you lost them. Yeah. And then you know you got them back yeah, again. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So fucking... So, but so laughter, it's definitely subjective. That's why, like, I don't say a comic's not funny anymore. Like, oh, like, if I don't like a comic that you see on Netflix or something, I'm like, oh, they're not funny. I don't say that because obviously you see the whole fucking room is laughing. These have fucking a whole stadium, not a stadium, a whole theater of people are laughing at the joke. I don't say it's not funny. Say you don't think it's funny. That's different. I don't think this person's funny. I say that all the time. <laughs> I don't think this person's funny. Yeah, I don't think they're funny. Because like, they don't make me laugh. Same thing with, like, Joe Rogan. I watch the podcast. I laugh. He makes me laugh at the podcast. I watch his stand-up. doesn't, doesn't really make me laugh. It doesn't make me howl. All right? He makes me be like, oh, yeah. Like, you know. That's cool. But you see a whole fucking theater of people laughing, selling out four fucking shows. Like, obviously, he's funny. You know what I'm saying? So for when people be like, oh, he's not funny. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, that part is so subjective. But what makes people laugh? That's like the fucking... That's the magic. Yeah. What makes... A, like, when someone farts, why is that funny? It's inappropriate. It's right? a surprise. You've, you've broken the quorum. Yeah. It's like, you're not supposed to. But now you've you've touched on this thing... That's like, come on, bro. You're spreading shit in the air. Like, no. But why it, does it make you laugh, but it doesn't make that person laugh? Because it's, it's like either it's a... I, I think there's like a, probably like a scale, but the same thing that can make one person laugh can inspire like disgust or outrage or... You know, like that, that's, what I, that's what I've noticed when, when people... When it turns like that bad, when I've seen it turn bad, like on a YouTube clip or something, it's mm. like, a lot of times, like it's that observation right there that, <clears throat> yeah, they got insulted. Something, and then, bro. And then sometimes the comedian can, like, I, I seen Joey Diaz just like champ it out and, like, no, oh, bro, come on, you're high, you don't want to get, you know, you don't want to get arrested, yeah. you know, the cops out here, you know what they're gonna do to you, yeah. you, you look like, you know, you'd be like, you'd be somebody's wife in jail, don't go to jail, yeah. get the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. Like, he champed it up, everybody was laughing. But I've seen other people where, like, they get involved or something, and then they just don't know how to react to that properly, and then they lose them just like that, and it's like one person getting insulted. Well, that's not funny. Don't don't talk about that. Don't you know that my mom goes through that? That is so rude. I'm oh sorry. Bro, I thought I had a house phone for like fucking split second. 
What ringtone is that? That's like the classic iPhone ringtone. Yeah, I got... It's weird. And this is a Samsung. This is an old Samsung. Uh-huh. But I, I put in... Because with the Apple... With the Android system, uh-huh. you can customize it and, and things like that. So I just found... Like, whatever. Oh. I guess it's not exclusive. I, I'm sure you could do it with iTunes. But no, I got iTunes. I, oh, you can only do the ringtones they give you. Really? Unless you buy one. Oh, okay. No, these don't have to buy. I got. I have like a like an app that I almost never use. I used to use it more back in the day when customizing and stuff like that. Was really I never. Cool. Yeah, I don't think about ringtones now because number one, because I think you're a fucking psychopath if you leave your phone on sound. Yeah. Your phone sound on. People that leave their phone sound on are. I just. I think they have no regard for anybody around them. I think oh they're God. completely selfish. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, don't, I was trying to find a ringtone. I, no, literally, I, literally, like I, so rude, I rant on this all the time, <laughs> just in general, because I never use my ringtone anymore. Like my phone is exclusively on vibrate. I don't even know why it has sounds. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't even use my ringer. Never. Well, I have a, I have a ringtone that. My ringtone is fucking popping, bro. <laughs> you believe it on your desk and that happens? Uh, it's gotta be so funny for everyone that's at work. Bro, that's my that's my ringtone, bro. But again, I never have my fucking ringtone on. I just hate hearing that thing. I do not need to be contact. Me too, man. I I have it, but it's because I want to be aware of when certain people are calling me. Mm. I almost never get like the like, I guess when my daughter gets old and I have to worry about phone calls from a kid that I might wanna be. Now I just don't care. Like that's just you passive now. My uncle calls me and like some see, here's the thing. People think because you have a cell phone in your hand, because I'm on Facebook a lot, I'm on Twitter a lot, and I'm on Instagram a lot, that I'm available for phone calls at any time. And I'm not. I don't want to talk on the phone. Yeah, well, you right? do it all day long. Yeah, I don't want to talk don't on the phone about it. <laughs> for 99.9% of the day. I don't want to talk on the phone. All right? The only person I call regularly is my mother. All right? I don't talk to my wife on the phone. I don't talk to anybody on the phone. Like, rarely. Now, um, people call, like, the, what I was trying to say was that people think their expectation is because you're on the phone that you're always available. Number one, sometimes I put my phone down and I fucking walk away. I go to the bathroom, you know, I go to the kitchen to get something to eat, I'll go to the room, and then I just, the phone is just there. Or um, sometimes I'm washing dishes, watching YouTube videos, and people call me, I just hang it up. Or I'm wait, like, wait to the, like, come on, fucking finish ringing so I can get back to this video. My hands are wet, you know, I'll call you later. Or, you know, whatever. Um, and then people are like, hey, I called you, you never pick up your phone. I'm like, because I never want to talk on the phone. Like, sometimes I'm in the middle of a text message. Sometimes I'm editing a video. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm on my phone doing something, editing a picture, I'm making a flyer, something, and you call me, and I'm like, you're interrupting my fucking creative process. Like, I'm in the middle of the thought. You know, like, that shit drives me crazy. Because you can lose it like that. Just yeah. Just distracted oh, for a second. Then I come back to it. No, I've done this so many times. Like, I'm in the middle of making a flyer for a show or um, writing a joke or something, and then somebody calls me, and then I I take the call. 
let's say for fucking some reason, I take the call, I talk to you, I get off the phone and then I do something else. I don't go back to what I was just doing. I forgot that I was just doing that. All right. The same way sometimes you text me like that kid texted me yeah, and I haven't responded yet because I haven't had a chance to sit down and formulate a thought. I want to respond. I don't want to just respond. Oh shit. Or LOL. You know, that's rude too. So he probably thinks, oh, this guy's not texting me back right now. Meanwhile, I'm just waiting till I have a minute to sit down and think about having a conversation with you. That's the other thing about texting, you know? Sometimes when you, you send me a text, yeah. I can look at it when at my leisure and then yes. it doesn't interrupt. It's a lot more socially comfortable. I read your message and there's an appropriate time to respond when, um, you know. When you have a moment, when, have a when moment you're not to, occupied. To dedicate. Yeah, I want to give your message the fucking attention. If it's a, a message that has significance to so, you. If this is a P for you, what do you think about a voicemail? A voicemail? If someone leaves you a voicemail. If somebody leaves me a voicemail. Um, and then says to you, hey, I left you a voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> if, we're, if we're friends. <laughs> if we're friends. Yeah. If we communicate regularly via text. Okay. If we communicate on social media, yeah. don't leave me a fucking voicemail. <laughs> Right, unless there's a message, right? Voicemails are useful, but don't leave me a voicemail to say, "Hey, I called you. Call me back." That's what the missed call notification is for. Okay, we don't need to leave voicemails anymore just to notify somebody you called. Yeah, yeah. Like I know that. Here's a text letting you know that I left you a voicemail. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, why are you sending me on this wild goose chase to get back to you? I don't need that. I just have. I already have the missed call. That's all I need. Now, if I don't talk to you and you got my number from wherever you got my number and you're calling me on the first time and I don't you and I don't there's a chance I don't have your number saved, leave a voicemail, let me know who you are. Because I didn't pick up your call because I didn't know your number. Alright? If your number's not stored in my phone, I don't pick it up. You wanna hear something that might be line stepping right here? Mm-hmm. I had a coworker that told me Hey, I left you a voicemail message. And I said, oh, okay. I called him back because I saw I missed the call. Mm-hmm. Called him right back within 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, I left you a voicemail. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I didn't listen to it. I just called you right back. What's up? Uh, this is the voicemail. I'll talk to you later. No way. Yes. Like, Bro. compelled me. Compelled me to listen to the voicemail. You know how annoyed I was? Bro. You know, I would have deleted the voicemail. Yeah, I would have deleted the voicemail. Oh, like, yeah, no, I would have deleted the voicemail and I would have called them back like, hey, something happened to the voicemail. <laughs> I'm petty, bro. No, but the, I'm you know what it is? It's because you know what happened there? It's like, it's a line step. Mm-hmm. It's now beyond the point of, hey, this is a mild annoyance that you didn't listen to my voicemail. It's now gone into the realm of you must listen and acknowledge me. No, but like, how more? How much more important is your time that you can't tell me what you left on the voicemail that you have to make me now get off the phone with you and go and listen to this voicemail when you can just tell me right it's now? Really bad. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking rude. <laughs> That was fun. I mean, after, after, listen, after this fucking, after this podcast, you're going to tell me who it is so I can spit in their fucking milk. I'll tell you exactly. We'll talk after the podcast. Put my fucking balls on their mouths. (laughs) 
I'm gonna just go teabag everybody's mouth at work. That's gonna be my Who did it? Joke. Yeah. Who did it? No, no, nobody's gonna know. That's the best part about it. Then as everybody's walking around and they're like they're touching their face and everything like that. I'm like, yeah, I know you got my been, balls. I know you've been touching you my day. balls on your nose. Now. I'm gonna teabag everybody's keyboard. <laughs> I'm gonna pull pubes out and just this put is it. Fucking evil. I'm gonna spread my pubes. I'm gonna be all paranoid when I go into my office. Keyboards. No, you're safe. <laughs> I won't go upstairs with it. Okay. I'm just gonna do it downstairs. I'm gonna collect. I'm gonna next time I <laughs> next time I manscape. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. save all those pews. Harvest. And I'm gonna just put them on people's keyboards. <laughs> and you know, like, uh, imagine? It falls in between the keys. Yeah, imagine you're typing and, like, you feel it. A little it's something. Weird. And it's then cool. you, like, pluck it out. It's like a little pad. You're like, hmm. <laughs> what's, what's, what's this? this? You just, like, throw it aside. They smell it. This is hair. It's mine. And I put it to their nose. <laughs> what other gross shit can you do? I don't know. But you know, you see it a lot and when people think that they're alone. You see it in cars. Mm-hmm. I heard this lady rip ass <laughs> next to each other in traffic. Her window was down. My window was down. And I had silence. She had silence. And I just heard, I saw her lean Ooh. to the right and just Ooh. crack one. And it like ripped for like, it was a good one. It was like five seconds. Like long enough that, you, that I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Is there anything else that your body does that it needs to get into a position for? <laughs> In position? To execute. Like when you burp, you don't need to go like a certain way to burp, right? Sneeze, I guess, the head back. Your head has to Your eyes have first, to close. Right? Your when eyes you have to close. You can't oh, sneeze with your, your eyes. eyes will fucking pop out of your head. Your eyes will pop out of your head. I think that's that's what the evolutionary response is. Yeah, you'll pluck your eye out with that thing. Yeah, your evolutionary response is to close your eyes. So it's your evolutionary response to make room to not let that thing back up. Like if you fart straight down, there's a chance that that fart might ricochet and go right back up your ass. <laughs> right, and all, you know, you know, when I hear something as a kid, you know, I always viewed my asshole as like a um, picture. Picture a, a tunnel, yeah. like a canal that comes out of a tunnel. Okay. Uh, right? And then there's like a little station right there. There's a little deck. Right. And there's a... Um, <laughs> deck. Right in front of the canal entrance, there's a... a, a what are those things called? Like a, the railroad track crossings? Oh, uh, like... Okay. You know, uh, they go up and down. Turnpike. They go up and That's down. That's what they're called, turnpike. Turnpikes? Mm-hmm. All right, so there's a turnpike there. Right, and it, when it's time to shit, the turnpike goes up oh. and it lets the shit out. Oh yeah, and then it cuts down. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> you know. So I used to think that's how I used to cut the shit. Right? Yeah, if somebody yeah. tells you cut the shit, it's like oh, yeah, that, yeah, that turnpike comes down yeah. and, it's, and it cuts off the shit. Stop! <laughs> Stop that, the yeah, that controls the flow. Oh, that's the worst. And there's guys down there that are wearing like masks. And like outfits, and they're controlling uh, the shit. <laughs> gagging? Yeah. No, they don't gag. They're used to the smell already. <laughs> they like they smell it. Smell it all the time. They though. like it. They like the smell. That's their favorite thing in the world. <sighs> all right. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, man. How long we go this time? Uh, we're about an hour and thirteen in. See, it didn't. It felt longer, but it didn't feel like it was like superfluous. There weren't that many um ah breaks. There were a couple of interruptions. This was a better one. Yeah. I think yeah, so. We'll analyze that after. It feels like after. a lot more clean. Well, I mean, you're going to do the editing. I'm sure like, there's some parts that you'll cut out for brevity. No, I don't edit anything. I just you add. Oh, you I add? Leave, I leave the whole thing. I just add the entrance. That's the right. Intro. That's right. That's right. To it. Yeah. 
I leave everything else wrong. I don't have time to sit here and eliminate all these fucking ahs and ums and shit. Mm. Any uh, final thoughts, sir? Um, yeah. Last night, um, I was talking about this. I did like a little post. I think I did a post um, show vlog I'm trying to do for TikTok. I think I'm going to do this vlog for TikTok called After the Show. And I'm just going to be like a vlog that I talk about the show afterwards. And, um, and I'm just going to, after every mic or show that I do, I'm going to do a little video where I talk about whatever lesson I have learned in my head. And like just talking about the experience of what I was feeling. So last night was very interesting because I went to the open mic feeling like I was going to bomb. Like I had it in my head. Like even another comic had messaged me, hey, can you sign me up for the thing? And then I replied back, hey, no problem. I signed you up. Come watch me bomb. Like that's, I already had it set. I already had it set in my mind that I was going to bomb. And I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I'm just going to go up there. I had like a couple things in my mind that I wanted to say. And then I'm like, all right, we'll see where it goes. And then I'll just fucking die of death up there. No big deal. Like I was already conformed to going up there and bombing. And then I went up there and had a fucking awesome set that got a fucking good, like good hard round of applause with whistles mm-hmm. on my clothes, oh, right? Good. Where I fucking closed on the whistles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fucking walked Fireworks. Across, like, yeah, it's fucking electric, bro. <laughs> I fucking feel it. Oh, there's no other feeling like that, bro. That feeling of you down and then you bounce down the up. And you know, redemption. The lesson, the lesson was that I talk myself out of videotaping every set. I have the equipment. This is where I have a tripod. I have a camera. I can set up. Boom. I can always set these things up everywhere and videotape it. It's not hard. And I never do it. And I should for moments like last night. So you can make like a highlight. <coughs> yeah. So I can show people good? what I'm doing. Going to the cookie jar. Yeah, that was a good night. So, no, but when you post those things, it just brings more attention. You know, I'm posting a lot. Like, my stand-up is content that I could be using. And I don't have to post the... I can post the bombs, too. That's another thing. I can have all these videos where I can be like, look, this is what didn't work. Look how this didn't work. You know, and sit down and do it. But, no, anyway, that was a fucking rant. That's great. Um... I don't have anything going. Oh, tomorrow, tonight. Well, tonight I'll be at Wawa Social Club in North Bergen. Um, that should be fun. There's a show and then an open mic after. Um, Tuesday, laugh it up. Tuesday, Nikki's Bar and Grill every fucking Tuesday, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's it. I don't have nothing else to plug you. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right. That was Thank a good you. one. See have you. Have a good one. Bye. Da, 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 da. Oh.